Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Drunk women Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Taylor Glenn, and I'm a writer and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. As well as author and comedian Katie Wilkins. Hello. This is where beer meets breaking and entering, Prosecco meets perjury, and vodka meets vandalism. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. So I answer the call and I'm like, hello. And I just hear, drunk women? <laughs> there were women, so when were women allowed to exist? <laughs> and it's like he's claimed to have invented blackmail. I'm king of blackmail, so I call me. Everyone in a hat would be dead. <laughs> and you can see the drunk women live on Thursday, the 1st of November, 2018, at the Pleasance Theatre in London. They'll be there with some very special guests, so come along for a gin or two. But right now, their guest is the brilliant Helen Monks. Now it's time for Drunk Women Solving Crime. And hello, everyone, and welcome. I am so... uh... (laughs) Good start. I am so excited to introduce our guest for this episode is the fantastic Helen Monks. Yay! Yay! Oh, God. 
Thank you. You are welcome. <laughs> Helen is an actress, comedian, and writer known for her roles in Raised by Wolves, Upstart Crow, and Holby City, amongst others. Uh, thank you so much for being thanks here so and joining the Drunk Women. Me, and thanks for my grapefruit beer. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Delicious. She snagged the one grapefruit beer that we Ooh. had from uh, Siren Craft Brew. Thank you very much to you uh, for sending not only beers, but... <gasps> strong oh, yeah. beers i'm having trouble already this <laughs> but they sent us these gorgeous glasses with their artwork on it and they're so fancy i was afraid to use them <laughs> so we haven't even brought them in <laughs> um but the grapefruit is going down well that's yeah. good that's good and uh katie hannah how are you guys doing pretty good i've got yulu and i may well not be pronouncing that correctly I can oh, I think spell you are. it for you. That won't help. <laughs> <laughs> you don't spell the beer, you drink it. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> that was Nick from 16 Candles, just to give credit where credit was due. And Hannah, how are you? <laughs> yes, I'm very well, thank you. Um, tell us about when these uh, beers were delivered to you. What was that you haven't told us Oh yet? my goodness, yes, thank you. This, wow, this was my favorite moment of making this podcast so far, and that is saying a lot. So <laughs> Hannah has the beer company uh, you know, it was delivered to my house, so the bell rings, and I answer it. Yes, I have an answer phone. I know. I know. It's a privilege. I'm aware of it, though. So I answer the call, and I'm like, hello, and I just hear, as a question, drunk women? <laughs> <laughs> and I pause, because I was like, did he really just, oh, and I was like, yep, that's us. <laughs> and I just so hope that Stumbled all my neighbors. To the door. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was the kicker as I was wearing a short dress but over pajama bottoms. <laughs> anyway, um, Helen, I was wondering if you could kick us off. Have you ever been the victim of a crime? Oh, yeah, many. Um, oh, it was hard to pick where to start. I'm a bit of a... I don't want to say I've got a victim complex, but I'm often, <laughs> I'm often um, very picked on for those sort of phone scams and things like that. Okay. Um, but, the, but the sort of most traumatic crime... Um, that I that I experienced was when I was on holiday in Sardinia with my family when I was about Ooh. 13 and we were driving back to the airport and we stopped at the beach and we went to the beach all in our swimwear and when we got back to the car everything had been taken oh. literally everything our passports our flight oh. tickets home Oh, but also no. all of our clothes. Oh, Apart from gosh. my mum's snake skin jacket, which <laughs> she was really, really offended didn't get taken. I was so pleased because I've been for about two years trying to persuade her to stop wearing it. And finally, um, it worked. So, um, so yeah, so we, we think it was Sardinian bandits. That's what we think. And then um, we, we, my mum, because she is amazing, managed to blag us to get onto the flight wow. without wow. any passports or boarding all tickets. All in your swimming costumes. Yeah, yeah, all in our swimming costumes. <laughs> She's very northern. Let me on this. <laughs> yeah. That's why they were like, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, Snakeskin jacket on a plane. <laughs> oh, very good. Very good. It was funny though. So I was a very insecure teenager. So I did have all of my clothes with me because I sort of waded into the sea in like a full jeans and t shirt. Ooh, like wow. nobody look at my body. But my brother um, was wearing shorts, uh, no, no top no trousers or anything and he had to walk through airport security just in his swimming trunks um, how and old was he? he was 15 wow. yeah. 
Um, he was also a goth at the time. So everyone's aghast and I'm like, hey. He, he was absolutely loving it. But also everyone in airport security was like, where are all of your clothes? And then um, we turned into the sort of main airport bit and there was this shop there called... You all had shoes? See, I want to get down to the, like, so are you in flip-flops or my, what's going on? Uh, so I'm fine. My mum has got clothes. My It's my dad and my brother, really. My dad's in, uh, my dad's in his swimming trunks as well, but he has a white T-shirt, which he took with him. But he's wearing very, very posh, very English, um, posh sho- shoes and socks. So he's in, like, these tiny little short shorts and posh shoes and, sh- shoes and socks. I think my brother was barefoot because, yes, this is it, he was going through his goth phase, so his only shoes on holiday were new rocks. You know, those massive, massive boots. Wait, so, wait, 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 with the big heels. The big heels. The big heels. <laughs> so I was really chuffed because I just had this image of the people who stole our luggage. They would have opened his suitcase and the only thing that could fit in his suitcase were his massive new rocks. Um, but the really, really tragic thing was that I realised once we got to the airport, and I think this is possibly why they let us on the flight because I was the most inconsolable I've ever been oh. in my life. I realised that in my suitcase were all of my childhood teddy bears. <gasps> I know. Fun's over, guys. Sorry, I know. Honestly, but the really good news is my friends all clubbed together and they bought me um, from the uh, bear. What's it called? Build a bear. Build a bear. Yes. They bought me a new monkey called Nana, who I still have to this very day. Oh, oh my god. As a as a bandit. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a bandit. No, that'd have been too like traumatic. Yeah. So it's all I'm okay. Oh build a bear, rebuild a life. <laughs> <laughs> they should. Spot for this show. <laughs> Could you imagine? Build your own favourite serial killer. <laughs> Amazing. Oh my God, um, that is so sad. Yeah, thanks guys. I'm all right now wow. though. Do you know what was great about it though? So we'd got, only gone for the weekend. Oh um, God. And it was during term. All my homework was in my luggage. So wow, my parents had to... robbers r- took your homework. They took my homework. Yeah, <laughs> but exactly. But not the snakeskin jacket. <laughs> But not this, because it was... Yeah, we might entertain awful. ourselves with some maths problems, but this thing... Oh. <laughs> Bargain bin trash. That's how Sardinians oh. talk. <laughs> You've clearly been. You know that that well. is... You know, it's good to laugh at it now. But wow, that is traumatic. That is insane. Yeah, yeah. that's so huge. I've never been able to go back to Sardinia. That's my aim. Like... Just in case you see some guy in yeah. his massive... Withholding my teddy bears. Yeah. <laughs> and wearing... Oh, no, he wouldn't be wearing the snakeskin jacket he has a sense to yeah. <laughs> he's oh, a mathematician now <laughs> see now oh. I'm picturing him like building himself up as the leader and they call him Teddy Goth and like it's this whole <laughs> it's uh, a whole backstory there. so Helen if these if these bandits I've never really said the word bandits in earnest so thank you <laughs> if these bandits were in the room what would you say to them and you can speak in your native tongue if you want because they've <laughs> oh they've god learned. it's so hard because Mm, what would I say to them? I'd want to know what happened to my teddy bears. Mm. I think that would be my number one. Need answers. I need answers because what the police said, they said it happens all the time at that beach and what they do is they take oh. anything valuable and then they throw everything else at the side of the road. So then we drove oh. around for a long and time. And did you find anything? No, we didn't find anything. And also we had to get to the airport yeah. for the flight. So, And then on the way to the airport, we um, hit a giant tortoise in the <gasps> road. It was oh honestly God. the worst holiday of my life. So I'd probably, I'd probably say to them... Um, <laughs> this gets darker and darker. Honestly, it was awful. So what happened? We were driving down this very fast motorway, and we saw this tortoise very slowly start to cross. No, no, no. And what my dad did, at, like just ju- knee-jerk reaction, was he tried to go over it, like so it went out over the middle of the car. Oh but what no. actually ended up happening?
thing hit. was it went straight into its shell and it got stuck to the front of the car and then we were driving down the motorway with this massive tortoise oh stuck to the front of the car. Oh my god. Yeah. That anyway. is so Mad Max for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of amazing. Yeah, so I'd say to the Sardinian oh, bandits, awful. be kind to animals, both stuffed and, you know, roadside. And uh, look out for each other, guys. Stop robbing people. Oh, but also, yeah. I do see the temptation where they were this car full of stuff, clearly, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, on the yeah. way to the airport. Yeah. What, did they ever catch them? Did the police have any leads? I don't. I don't think so. And also, I don't think we ever really... You know, report. report. Well, we went to the police station, but we didn't then follow it up to be yeah. like, "Hey guys, have you found the bandits?" You're one of like a hundred tourists that yeah. day. If we ever like... do drunk women on tour, we're gonna go back and we're gonna find them. <gasps> oh god, <laughs> yeah. that's my promise to you. Thanks, <laughs> and we will grow our own tortoise. Oh no, my my parents actually now. I've only just made this connection in my head. They have a pet tortoise, um, oh. called Cat. Um, who's staying with me at the moment because I'm on holiday not in Sardinia but I've just made <laughs> in my head maybe that's why they sort of felt like they had to give something Has back Has anyone in your family gone back to Sardinia? No No Trauma. To be fair there are a lot of places in the world I think that's, that's true. just coincidence yeah. yeah I like to think that there was a lonely girl who didn't have much she'd never had toys never really known love <laughs> she saw your teddy bears on the side of the road and picked Aww. each and every one up and I like to think that she's grown up to be a successful woman because she connected with your beloved teddy and also maybe found my homework and it educated and maybe her. she educated herself <laughs> yeah. that's a great story yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say she'd robbed us I thought no, it was no, tiny no, little no, girl no, no. I just want to put a little that's bit of sugar on that that's definitely the happy ending that definitely happened yeah, yeah. thanks guys I feel, I feel recovered and rejuvenated Good. thank you now it's time for drunk women solving crime. Cheers. 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 Cheers, everybody! It is time to move on to our true crime. Are we ready to solve some crimes, drunk women? Woo-woo. Here's to good crime solving. Our story, guys, involves a kidnapping, nationwide panic about consumer products, and a dead chief of police. Whoa. I know. This is a heavy one. So, the series of crimes that we are to unravel begin at 9 p.m. when two masked intruders wearing caps and armed with a pistol and a rifle break into the home of the president of a large company called Glico, and they kidnap him. What? Before entering the house, the two intruders had first forced their way into the neighboring home of the president's mother, bound her, and took the key to the president's house, so they let themselves in. And so they, they knew, knew what they were doing. I thought they'd just gone into the wrong house. Yeah! <laughs> I thought they were going to be like, broken in chances. Like, oh, sorry, next door is what we meant. <laughs> <laughs> what a farce. This is why you never give your mum your spare key. Yeah. <laughs> there is a lesson here. That is the lesson. <laughs> sorry, mum, can't do it. So these two intruders forced their way into the house, but not forced because it was with a key. Um, so they first uh, find the, the president of the company's uh, wife and daughter and they tie them up no. they plead with the intruders and offer money but they proceed uh they cut the telephone lines they storm the bathroom where this president guy and his other two children are hiding and the intruders tell him that they will kill him if he screams for help okay. and then they proceed to abduct him and they hold him in a warehouse oh. i know we're off to a cheery start wow um, so first question, uh, with not too much information, I realize, what time period do you think we're talking about based on the info I've given? Okay, so they've got telephones. Oh, yeah. so Ooh. Hello. Telephone, there you go. And what else do we know? There were women, so 
When were women allowed to exist? <laughs> <laughs> that means it's got to be in the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Should we get a guess? Oh, Glico sounds like a modern-ish company. Mm-hmm. And what is he, president, did you say? The president of a large company called Glico. But he does live next door to his mum. Yeah. Which suggests That's a time. small town, kind yeah. like an old-timey kind of vibe. Mm. Mm. And they've got keys. They don't seem to have electric locks or panic rooms or anything. I think loads of people have keys, though. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe in them. But like in a kind of... Yeah. A, if they're in like Valican... What's it called? Valican City? Is that the word? Valican City? Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. <laughs> <laughs> the beer's gone to my head. Oh, my God. The laptops that the Pope would make. Those would be amazing. So I'm going to ask you for a guess. Just, just your best 19... guess. 1951. Okay. Hannah's going... With 1951, mm-hmm. Helen. Uh, when was the telephone invented? Is it like Alexander Graham Bell? But like, didn't Queen Victoria 18, like use the telephone? Didn't yeah, she? Mm. Okay, I'm gonna go for 1930. Okay, seven. Always had the seven. Like it. I'll hear those guesses and I will raise you 1974. Let's go wild. Oh, Katie, you are the closest. This is one of the more modern crimes that we have tackled. It was 1984. (gasps) Wow. I know. Orwell, bitches. Yeah, I was going to say. And it's springtime. Um, That's nothing to (laughs) do. That's nothing to do with the case, but, you know, I don't know, cherry blossoms fact, yeah. and all of that. So, next question. The intruders, were they men? Were they women? Men. Yeah, it's got to be, hasn't it, really? Uh, they're also, they're tying up all the women. Yeah. That's such a man thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go women just to be different. Nice. They were both men. <laughs> they were both men. Um, also, I mentioned that it was the president of a large company called Glico. Uh, does anyone want to wager a guess? You have a feel about what country we're in with this crime. Um, oh, I assumed America. Because I like Glee Club. Oh, <laughs> just because everything's quite America orientated, oh. and my brain goes like, yeah. Do you know what? I can I, see that. Well, yeah, guns, intrusion, large company. Dotted that too. But now that you've asked the question, I'm going to go Russia because I know they have loads of Ooh. like. Mm, <laughs> yeah, Russia's really They've cool. Got businesses there. Okay. Um, Interesting got businesses guess. in Russia, and there's loads of like guns and stuff. Yeah, good guess there, Katie. Detective George. Ooh, Detective George. Okay, I think it might be somewhere like Australia. Okay. Glico. Oh, <laughs> that works, doesn't that? Feels nice. Australia. Okay, and there's also a chance that I'm saying the company name wrong. Um, <laughs> I dropped in a little clue there that you probably didn't hear. Oh. I said it was springtime, and I said, you know, the cherry blossom. Oh. Japan. Japan oh. is oh correct. So the president of Glico, his name was Katsuhisa Izaki. Uh, the next morning, the intruders demand ransom for 1 billion yen, which equates to about $4.2 million at the time. I'm sorry for reverting to my home currency, but sometimes I miss it. Um, and they also demanded 100 kilos. See, I went back to the UK. <laughs> in gold bullion. So my question is, what is gold bullion? <laughs> Because I had never heard it. Gold bullion. Yeah. I feel like this is what they base Die Hard on. (laughs) (laughs) What are those big square things made out of gold called? (gasps) Ding, ding, ding. Well done. Legend. I never. They are the bars of gold. Yes. 
three days later, um, Zaki manages to escape from the warehouse, um, but apparently they disguised themselves well enough that he couldn't really ID them. I guess they were wearing very good caps. Um, but their harassment continues at the Glico company. Um, somebody lights several cars on fire in the uh, parking lot, and then the letters begin. Ooh. So my question is, what does Glico make? Okay. Okay. This is the 80s. It's the 80s. Mm. We're in, in Japan. Japan. Mm. They're a huge company. I want to say, just because I'm hungry, that it's <laughs> something food-orientated. Oh, yeah. Detective Monks. Oh, <laughs> I never win anything. What's happening? Um, okay, we'll go for some form of vegetable. Oh. I've ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> I've ruined it. Huge Biscuit. Japanese di- Yes, that's more along the lines. Well done. My clue was going to be the three products that they are best known for are Pocky, uh, Caplico Stick, and Pretz. Um, possible future sponsors of ours, maybe. <laughs> yes, snacks and snacks. 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 <laughs> we love snacks. Oh, this beer. <laughs> snacks and confectionery. So the company begins getting letters threatening... Um, the company and they are signed off by a person or persons calling themselves the monster with 21 faces this is a very well-known case do any of us know it by any chance no. i don't know anything okay I'm it's, like, it's got cool name disgruntled I... ex-employee or <laughs> oh. the yakisuba the yaki what are they called the yakuza that like the mafia in japan right, oh. right. what are they called the yaki I don't know. I know a huge amount about the monster with 22 faces. So uh, that's a shame. Yeah, I knew you did. I knew you did. And I didn't Real, mean to did my PhD on that. <laughs> so the name is derived. Uh, it's it's a villain that is in a detect a series of detective no- novels. Oh, my God. This is oh, difficult. So the, the and now I have to say Japanese names without, the... like, fucking them up. A little wait, bit wait, tipsy. Wait, wait. Yes, the yes. book based on this crime? No, no, no. The criminals have taken the villain's name. So the monster with 21 faces, if that's your real name, they tell Glico that they've done something which causes a $21 million loss to the company and nationwide panic. What do you think they claim to have done? Poison the food. Ah, bam. Well done. So he was in a warehouse for three days. And somehow escaped. And escaped. And now he's just back at work. Like, See, I'm not sure if he returned to work or not. I'm assuming not. He could be signed off with stress. Yeah. I hope so. That's very big in Japan. They're like, oh, take some time off. It's fine. Not a question of honor. So he poisoned the food. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. They threatened, or they claimed that they had uh, poisoned the candy, in particular the sweets. Um, they said that they had poisoned it with potassium cyanide soda, uh, so Glico has to pull the products, and they are so huge wow. that that costs them millions. Wow. And it takes like, what, like I used to do that with my brothers. I'll be like, if they're about to eat a Kit Kat, I'll be like, I'll lick that. I'll lick it, <laughs> <laughs> even if I hadn't. Like they don't know if I have or not. So, and was your intention yeah. of doing that so then you could eat the Kit Kat? Hundred percent. So then what? So what is that? What they're doing with this? They're pretending to poison the sweets yeah. so that they get all the sweets. God, they are. Yeah, most of this case. Yeah. <laughs> that unfortunately has come you. up a few times <laughs> in this. They're like all of these. He's like, why would they have done that? And I'm like, well, I can relate on several levels <laughs> to, uh, to this. That's good. You know how to unearth like the motives. Yeah, you can yeah. get inside their heads. Yeah. <laughs> their 21 hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Potassium cyanide is the tongue of poison. <laughs> so they have to pull all these things. I had to put in a fun, nerdy fact because I wanted to find out more about potassium cyanide. So it's a colorless crystalline salt and it's similar in appearance to sugar. Ooh. So that's pretty clever. Uh, it's highly soluble in water and this is interesting it's used in gold mining and jewelry buffing but it's um it smells like bitter almonds and the ability to smell the almond smell is a genetic trait safe okay the monster with 21 faces threatens to place the tampered products in stores and following these threats a man wearing a baseball cap was caught placing glico chocolate on a store shelf by a security camera So the camera photo was made public after the incident, but police could not identify him and they had no leads. Meanwhile, the monster starts taunting the police with letters. I would like to read the beginning of one of the letters. Yikes. (laughs) Sorry. Dear dumb police officer. (laughs) (laughs) I think little Hannah George wrote this. (laughs) Do I do this crime? like the kit kat i'm like oh she's gonna love this <laughs> no i don't i don't know if this is just like lost in translation and maybe it's like sounded a little bit more sophisticated yeah. but that is the best <laughs> yeah. no, really is. dear dumb police officers <laughs> don't tell a lie all crimes begin with a lie as we say in japan don't you know that they're so sassy like <laughs> All of their letters remind me of like me in eighth grade. Like we would write letters to teachers that we never sent. Be like, Mr. Zellifro, you smell, and your pants are from like 1974. Love the two-faced bitches. Like never sent. So sassy. Another taunting letter was sent to the police station in another town. Why don't you keep it to yourself? You seem to be at a loss. So why not let us help you? We'll give you a clue. We entered the factory by the front gate. The typewriter we use is called a pan writer and the plastic container used was a piece of street garbage monster with 21 faces <laughs> wow. oh my god 
God, were the criminals 10 years old? <laughs> also, they ask a lot of questions in their letter. Like, they're having some kind of reply. Yeah, they want a Yeah, that's it. They're lonely. There's some poor admin person like, dear monster with 21 faces. <laughs> I'll answer your questions in square and then please stop doing this. Number one. Oh, my goodness. That's mad that they walked in through the front of the factory. Yeah. If indeed they did. Yeah, they're just fucking with these dumb police. (laughs) Police are dumb. Dear dumb police officers. (laughs) T-shirt waiting to happen. So suddenly they stop harassing Glico. They send a letter that says, we forgive Glico. For what? We don't even know. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, someone's gone no no just got really into the art of letter writing (laughs) someone's got to them someone's hired a mafia on the side to hunt them down because the police weren't doing it and now they've been threatened by someone else and now that's why this i'm just oh my god i'm hypothesizing well you have to think something i was thinking well the president must have paid them off and maybe maybe the deal was like don't reveal our identity but give us yeah who knows they negotiated with terrorists so they leave Glico <laughs> alone but then they turn its extortion campaign onto three other companies they're all food companies mm-hmm. we don't know why but they keep wreaking havoc and this time food products are actually found to be poisoned wow so this time there's proof there's a huge panic obviously now the police at one point do get close to the suspected mastermind Mm. of candy terrorism as i like to call it (laughs) um so they bait the monster with 21 faces by getting them to agree to stop harassing this particular company in exchange for 50 million yen which is about 210,000 us dollars um and they arrange for an employee of the company to toss the ransom money into a local train heading toward Kyoto. Oh, I'm not even joking. Like, it's so great. That is so awesome. bond. Where an Acme thing will be waiting to land on them. Yeah, yeah. So the deal was like there will be a white flag displayed where the ransom money has to be thrown. So an investigator who's disguised as an employee follows the drop instructions. um, And while they're doing this, they spot a suspicious man observing him riding a train and now the description of what happened goes on for days so i won't read it but what's so funny is it's just this really slow cat and mouse chase um you like they end up on the same train and then they disembark at the same station and they're just kind of eyeing each other up and then he gets on a different train and then he just loses him at some point and the guy's wearing sunglasses he was described as large well-built wearing sunglasses with his hair cut short (laughs) his hair cut short and permed it is 1984 though with eyes like those of a fox but he's got sunglasses how do they know his eyes also it's their security footage also, I knew, I knew, I knew that he was a fatty. That's it, isn't it? Is he? He's he's angry at the of course company for being so addictive and delicious. Ah. Yeah. And because they didn't poison the food, like you're saying, they didn't poison them. So it was like, oh, I'll have to have that. Yeah, now. oops, <gasps> off the shelf for yes. me. Where do they it go? Was. Like when they pull it, they must just chuck it in a warehouse. Mm. And I bet that guy went right through the front door. Yeah. What was that about his eyes being like that of a fox? Yeah. He became known Dumb as the fox-eyed the fat man. Fox. The fox-eyed <laughs> man. But what? That sounds like a gastro pub just outside Islington. <laughs> I would go there. <laughs> sounds delicious. <laughs> So all this is going on for a few months. Yeah. The police superintendent winds up dead. If you had been trying to crack a crime that is panicking your nation Suicide. for a long time. There you go. <gasps> Fuck. 
Yeah. Uh, so five days after this event, which is uh, August 12th, the monster with 21 faces sends its final message to the media. Wow. Um, which I think could have been a little bit more diplomatic given the circumstances, but this was their sort of like, okay, we're done. This, sorry, we didn't mean to take it this far. Wow. Um, again, maybe it's translation. Um, Yamamoto of Shiga Prefecture Police died. How stupid of him. <gasps> I know. Insensitive. Oh, I was really yeah. liking this man up to this point, and now I'm cross. <laughs> yeah. You were team monster. Yeah, yeah, I thought, oh, it's all a bit of japes. So they said, it's Yoshino or Shikata, who are two other police officers who should have died. What have they been doing for as long as one year and five months? Don't let bad guys like us get away with it. What? Oh, I mean, that's just putting the knife yeah, in, that's... twisting it. Uh, we decided to forget about torturing food-making companies. If anyone blackmails any of the food-making companies, it's not us, but someone copying us. We are bad guys. There is no more of an eight-year-old's... Yeah. <laughs> the so um, I'll tell you in a minute. We are bad guys. That means we've got more to do than bullying companies. It's fun to lead a bad, bad man's life. Uh, monster with 21 faces. What the hell? After this letter, the monster with 21 faces was never heard from again. Um, well, he's just basically just said, oh, I'm a very bad boy. <laughs> he's gone yeah. back into it. And it's like he's claimed to have invented blackmail. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, we did it first. If anyone did it, they copy me. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm king of blackmail. So they call me. So Bizarre. interesting... Um, fact about this case the statute of limitation for the kidnapping of uh katsuhisa izaki the president of glico ran out in june 1995 and the statute of limitation for the attempted poisonings ran out in february 2000 no suspect was ever caught or convicted of the crimes and the identity of the monster with 21 faces remains a mystery however police did have one more encounter with the fox-eyed man um he apparently attempted a robbery of yet another food company and yet another cat and mouse chase ensued. The police followed him. Again, the guy was in a disguise of a hat. It's always just like, <laughs> like if you want to blend in in Japan, just like put a fucking hat on. Oh, these hats. And he got away in a stolen station wagon, which I don't know why I didn't think they'd have station wagons in Japan. What's but a I station just like, wagon? Oh my gosh. How you, oh, like a... Like, like a people carrier, Jeep. is it? Is it like, like a people carrier station? Yeah, like a big like a thing that a family car would truck. Such an 80s car. Okay, have you ever seen um, National Lampoon's Vacation? No. Well, you need to. There's <laughs> a station wagon in there. It's just a super, yeah, it's a super American, like, really nerdy. Well, you know like what? Like a Volvo some... in this yeah. country is oh, maybe right, the equivalent. Yeah. You know, like, big Volvo estates that sort yeah, of, like... Yeah, but Volvos are so, like, cool. These were, like, yeah. wood-paneled, like, I got like... my family and I'm taking them cross-country. <laughs> it's just a funny old vehicle. Also, your sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to thank our sponsor, Station Wagon. <laughs> or, uh, so it was it was stolen and they found it abandoned but I d again it's like how did you lose the guy and I think as an American like in a way I appreciate their restraint like Japanese police are armed but in the US like this guy would be dead they'd be like I saw him in the police station and I shot him you know? like, it's just so like well we'll follow at a like, reasonable speed everyone in a hat would be dead in America <laughs> Also, I have such an image. I've got a hat that is also a flamingo. So my images of him, like, in a flamingo <laughs> yeah. hat. What did they do, like, pr 
profiles of disgruntled staff that the first company that then like you know knew where exactly. the president because that's where your be. head goes right like, there's somebody who's been wronged there's gotta by be a one of these of companies suspects. Yeah. who were even the yeah. were people on a watch list i'm left with more questions than i can answer and then i was interested i think because i i'm reading this and i'm like these these little chases that end in nothing so I was like, are Japanese police police even armed? Because I wasn't sure. And then it turns out that, um, uh, and you go back to like the American occupation of Japan, and they armed police officers, and they would suit them up like Americans, so they right. gave them guns. But they've never felt the need to upgrade their firearms, right. and it's so rare for an individual to own a firearm in Japan. Yeah. Um, that they rarely use it and they rely more on martial arts. But then I was like, well, why didn't you kick the Foxide Man? Yeah. But I, I guess because they don't have reasonable cause. You know, everything was really mm. followed by the book. Yeah. Um, and again, it's 1984, so it's this era of there just isn't, I don't think there are as many security cameras no. at the time. Um, but who knows? Maybe there's conspiracy in here. We just don't know. Wow. But, I do like um, the fact he's like sent the letter at the end to go like, I'm not going to do it anymore, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Done. I'm sorry. Yeah. He didn't say sorry. It's like but... an adolescent apology. Like, I didn't do anything, but anyway, I'm not doing it anymore. Like, but yeah. also in that letter, he says we, and I don't know, the, the fact that it's 21 faces implies that there's more than one of them. Mm. And it, mm-hmm. you feel like they'd have to be more than one to pull something like that mm. off. Yeah. Well, you have two people who have done a kidnapping. Yeah. Now, whether they whether they're the same people or people just took that opportunity mm. to pretend it was them, we know that there were two men involved in that who obviously were skilled enough to pull that off. Yeah, I can't help but think that behind all of this, except for the kidnapping, there's just a ten year old boy <laughs> with type two diabetes yeah. <laughs> who That's just it. like had too many pockies and just went crazy yeah. and had a typewriter. <laughs> yeah. Was there anything? Did they get any compensation? The family? Because my instinct always is to go. It was the big businessman. Oh, like inside job. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Tied up his own wife. And you know. Wow. Yes. Wow. Did, you, did they get any compensation for it? I do I walked not in the know. front door because it was me and I owned the company. <laughs> yeah. How did they know she had a key? How did they know, Stanley? <laughs> I, you know, if your product is tainted, even if it isn't your fault, I can't imagine that you're insured against that, but I have no idea. I'm totally... I have my own anus library, Katie, and it has facts, fun facts like that. Um, I found this so interesting, just to round it off, just about this statute of limitation thing, because having read some other crimes that have happened in Japan, it just seems like they had a short statute of limitations on a lot of crimes, and indeed, they have some of the shortest um, in the world, and in fact, they used to have a statute of limitations on homicide. Wow. So a time period could pass that if you had killed somebody, and that was only lifted in 2010. How long wow. would it be that you'd have to wait? That you'd have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just happened to Japan. Well, I remember, I can't remember. I, I do remember coming across a case that it was like, like 30, 40 years or something like that. Right. Again, that's from the anus yeah. library um you'll have it to look into it why there's pressure on the police as well why he felt so much personal pressure because if you've got yeah. a time limit on you to solve something absolutely yeah. oh that and is it's stressful. so big and i've read yeah. this thing that in japan it says like there's they have lower crime compared yeah. to other countries of a similar yeah type um but when people do break the law they just go all out because you, mm. there's no kind of redemption 
back into society. So if oh. they people tend to die in a blaze of glory. Wow. Once they've once they've broken the code, they are that's more it. extreme crimes. Yeah, once they do it, it's really extreme. Wow. Because there's way less the honor is broken. Um so I was curious about whether this has ever been made in, into anything and there are a lot of books about it. It's a very well known case. Um but it, in particular it's a new docu thriller by uh Michael Wellborn. You can catch the trailer on cinemas. Oh, it's hard to read right now. <laughs> I thought it said cinema lice, but that sounds gross. Cinemas <laughs> Oh no so right, well. Cinema Slice. Oh, oh. <laughs> Cinema Lice. Um, I love you guys, and this has been so much fun. But is that is a really, really boring? That would be a really dull film, surely. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a forty minute train chase where he's wearing a cap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like the biggest highlight. Don't go to Cinema Cinema Lice. <laughs> we've got another letter (laughs) (laughs) but now in 3d (laughs) uh guys that was good work it's a cold case but i think we brought it down to a couple of sad 10 year old boys so that's great (laughs) (laughs) so now we've reached uh the point where we need to solve a listener crime so we've got one from chris uh, Chris says, someone at work left an anonymous post-it note on my milk saying they'd accidentally, in quotes, used it and that they would replace it. But a week later, they still haven't. My problem is that if I raise the issue now, I seem like the bell end, which I suspect was their plan all along. <laughs> what should I do? I okay. Think, go, no. Well, I was just going to say that I think Chris needs to learn to trust people a bit more. Because I'm not sure that somebody accidentally uses your milk in order to, well, maybe in a week or two's time, make you look like a bit of a bell end. Like. Yeah. I don't know. I think, Chris, you've come to the right place. Um, you have. We can definitely help you with this. I kind of, I want to know, and obviously we can't have a back and forth with Chris. <laughs> it's not going to work like that. But I really want to know how much milk was taken. Because it was just a little bit for a cup of tea. Like, mm-hmm. seriously, who gives a shit? But if it was like a full on pint, then you know <laughs> that is some si- that's serious business i think if if also what his intention is he wants us to help him find out who's done it that's different if he wants us to help him get more milk if you yes. want to find out who's done it <laughs> my advice is that what you do is you buy loads and loads and loads and loads of milk and you yeah. fill up the fridge with it and you leave a post-it saying someone's been stealing my milk um help yourself and you just look at whoever looks really really guilty when they open the <laughs> That's fridge good. and it will be them oh and also along those lines or you could be like somebody here took my milk and they left me a really nice note saying that they were sorry i just want to say whoever it is honestly no hard feelings. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you just tell me who it is. And I've actually, t- I've got some cakes for the person that took it, just to show I'm not annoyed. Be brave, be honest. And then when they tell you, you punch them yeah. in the face. <laughs> oh, Chris. Oh, poor Chris. Yeah, the, I mean, obviously the way of stopping it happening again is to just use a milk alternative, because no one will steal that. Mm. Almond milk now, Chris. Yeah, that's oh, in there. Oh, no, might be actually, poisonous, though. Oh, good point. Oh, no, it's not, but it's really bad for the water isn't it oh, they use so loads of water. water yeah guys don't use almond milk go for hazelnut or even um you know coconut, rice coconut oak milk soya. Just have black tea 
Yeah, that solves it. Strong yeah. get, a, get a bit of lemon. <laughs> I've got the solution for you, Chris. If you've been listening, what you do is you get a big old, get the biggest jug of milk you can. You put another post-it note and you say, everyone is welcome to use this, but I may have put cyanide in it. <laughs> Signed, the monster seven. with yes. 21 faces. Oh, yeah. I would like to thank Helen Monk so much for being here. Thank Helen, you. you're amazing. Thanks for the free beer. <laughs> thank you for your amazing insight. We've been Drunk Women Solving Crime. Yay! <laughs> we are pretty great. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.